the free for all roundtable brought to you by lexus avon canada's newest lexus dealer in the maple auto mall near rutherford at highway 400 luxury is closer than you think round one on round one this monday morning sabrina nanji with queen's park observer matt gurney is a journalist co-founder of the online magazine called the line john burnside toronto city councillor and chair of the ttc so i guess john burnside i mean today's the day and we must worship the altar of the grand uh, pageantry of our democracy as uh, Toronto chooses a new mayor. Are you excited? Uh, no, not really, but you've, you should have said current chair of the TTC. Who knows what happens? Uh, who knows what happens after tonight? Okay, so do you expect there to be a reapportioning of things, um, you know, settling of scores or promoting of uh, people who were loyal? Yeah, I don't know so much of a settling of scores, but definitely um, uh, getting people uh, who are more supportive of whoever the candidate is than maybe the current crop of councillors who are in those positions because they are basically uh, Tory loyalists. But I see this election election, uh, very similar to the disaster of Bob Ray. Not about Bob Ray so much, but the fact there are three main elements. Uh, one is whoever's the mayor, and presumably it will be Olivia Chow, is coming into a very uh, fragile economic situation. And um, the second thing is she has a very weak bench of, uh, I think, of councillors. She has a couple good ones, like in Paula Fletcher, but otherwise very weak, uh, which Bob Ray had that issue, and then promises she can never keep. Um, I think it's going to I quite like her personally, but I think it's going to be a really hard three years for um, for her if she's elected. All right. Matt Gurney, is it an inevitable, do you think, that uh, um, Olivia Chow becomes the next mayor? I mean, it looks that way, but if you were to go back in time, um, you know, five months, and we were all somehow, by the magic of time travel, listening to this very um, morning roundtable here, our younger selves would be extremely confused. So, in terms of what's possible or what's impossible, I think I have a pretty expanded definition of both those concepts in terms of municipal politics these days. Look, it is possible in a low turnout election, which I think everyone is expecting it to be. Like, I don't I don't want to speak out of turn on this one, but I'm not sensing a tsunami of enthusiasm out there. A low turnout election can result in really weird outcomes because if someone's supporters show up more than the other guys, you might end up winning by 1% of the vote. I expect Olivia Chow to win, but I I grant that it's possible that she won't. To the councillor's point, though, um, I, I think I, I, I broadly agree, but I, I agree more in the sense that I think Toronto has spent a lot of time getting itself into a position where we have all the problems we have and we have worked very hard and diligently at not doing the smart and easy things that over the years would have allowed us to either avoid some of these problems or at least to be in a better position to tackle them so i think no matter who wins tonight they're going to be in a uh, really difficult position because i don't know three million of us spent years digging this collective hole we're not just going to magically find a way out of it yeah i mean i'm with matt on that one sabrina that uh, it's not like the world went to hell the morning after John Tory resigned. I mean, we've been on a course like this for a good long time. Yeah, you're right. And, and I think what's been interesting in, in recent days is how Olivia Chow's lead has, has narrowed uh, to single digits and, and Anna Bailao got a big bump on the heels of John Tory's, you know, Hail Mary pass endorsement. But will it be enough? I'm, I'm not sure if it can actually knock Chow off her pedestal. I mean, Tory's endorsement can cut both ways. He was obviously very popular and well-liked, but he's also the guy that started this whole thing in the first place. And if you're looking for change, you know, that could be the kiss of death. 
I think to Matt's point, um, one thing I'm going to be paying attention to is turnout. I mean, it's turnout is traditionally in the toilet in civic elections, but polls can have an impact. I mean, there might be some child voters who, who, voters who see her healthy lead and just decide to stay home. Maybe they're too hungover from pride. I mean, myself is included in that camp. But I, I would just encourage everyone to go out and vote for whoever you think uh, will do the best job. Okay, and John Burnside, do we know exactly what happens when probably 8.05 tonight we declare such and such a person has now been elected mayor of Toronto? It's not like the prime minister where somebody's got to go to the governor general and resign. Somebody else has got to go hold a meeting. I mean, what happens? Well, if it's, yeah, I don't know. This is fairly unique. Uh, I presume that the uh, city clerk will um, have a meeting with the mayor or mayoral elect and swore her, uh, or swear her or him into office. And I believe it'll be uh, immediate. It'll probably be tomorrow or the next day. It'd be interesting to uh, watch what happens in this being summer, if anything ends up happening through the summer. Um, there is another one final session of council, I think, before a break, or what's uh, what's the schedule? Yes, late July. And, and then yeah. that, it'll be a question of whether whoever the mayor is changes the bench then or waits a little longer to get organized, and, and then we come back in September. Is there extra money when you uh, chair a commission? No, I always say the uh, TTC is the worst volunteer job you could ever have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't, uh, it's not like at the federal or provincial levels where cabinet ministers get a bump up in pay. Edward Gong actually appeared on a float at the Pride Parade yesterday. Matt Gurney, I have to wonder, are we being punked? What's, what is this campaign about? And has a lot of money been spent? Well, first of all, and what a float. Um, I, you know, I was there with my kids and then we were, we were uh, leaving because, you know, they were baking in the sun. They'd had enough. And I figured we, we were down to the mayoral candidate. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty much a good time to tap out. But the Gong float went down and oh my God, um, to, to your point, just about the money being spent here. I don't know how the hell he, he's affording this. Um, I don't know if we're being punked or not. Kind of like I said before, like my sense of like, of normalcy from bizarre has been totally knocked askew these last few years. So I'm pretty, pretty much accepting of anything at this point. I will say this though, it's become almost like, you know, when my kids were very, very little, like to keep them entertained in the car, we had a game where we had to like point out every animal as we drove by it. So I'd be like, oh, there's a dog going for a walk or there's a squirrel. Now what they've been doing is counting the gong signs, which have been knocked down and which are still standing. Cause there's about a billion of them out there. And it seems like half of them have been knocked over. So I don't know what the hell this is. It's weird. I think one of the only storylines I'm really interested tonight, other than who ends up winning the election, is exactly how many votes Gong got for his billions of signs. Okay, Sabrina, your thoughts? I mean, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? I think, like mm. Matt, I can't wait to parse the receipts here. And I think the real winner is, is whichever company got the contract to make gong signs. Yeah, and I come back, John Burnside, to the idea that maybe we're being punked. Or we're all laughing about this figure. But, I mean, his company was found guilty of some malfeasance. So we're kind of turning him into the new Pokeroo when perhaps he's not exactly an admirable character. I would think that's uh, fairly safe to say. Did I plead guilty to operating a pyramid scheme? Some would say uh, made for politics. Um, but <laughs> what what I, what really interests me is where he's getting his money because a candidate can only self-finance uh, a very small amount. I think it's about 25000 maximum. So where's all this other money coming from? 
Chantal Hébert has written another column about how Pierre Polyev isn't quite working out. John Burnside, I'll start with you on this one. That's a felicitous piece in the star if you don't like Pierre Polyev or just, you know, round two of who knows how much longer Chantal Hébert is going to be chasing him around. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the problem that conservatives have is 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 a problem that most political parties, if they haven't experienced it yet, will, which is people are disengaged, disenchanted with the system, and so you only get the zealots, and then they control the party, and then you get people like Polyev, and uh, I I agree completely with Chantal Hébert. No, okay, Sabrina Nanji, this is the second time in two weeks that she's written. I mean, it's almost like an echo of the previous one. Yeah, I mean, I do think she's on to something. Um, you know, I've always got my Queen's Park hat on, and, and there's certainly no love lost between between Polyev and, and Doug Ford here um, at, at Queen's Park. You know, and that's significant because we know Ontario can make or break federal governments, and Ontario has since 2018, at least provincially, give, given Ford and the PCs a majority. So I think there are certainly some lessons here uh, on, on how to win elections. I mean, he could take a page from the Ford Nation playbook. You know, Ford has, over the years changed his tune somewhat he's gone from this you know bull in the china shop politician he's still that a little bit but you know remember those um unpopular budgets from his first term and some of that still remains of course but it's not so in your face and ford has at least you know managed to to find this balance of keeping his base happy while winning elections and so certainly i think there can be some lessons learned for the federal party too i don't think chantelle bear is particularly partisan but matt gurney one reaction i always get when she writes a column about pierre polyev is i don't need to listen to a liberal tell me how to run this party. Yeah, and I also think um, something we have seen Polyev and his people say explicitly, they're, they're not being coy about this, is that we tried it the Aaron O'Toole way. We tried it the, the soft-touch, nice-guy, Toronto-area moderate, and the result basically was exactly the same as Andrew Scheer. The problem I think the Conservatives have is that they they might get lucky. I mean, there there's a the polls tell us there's a real appetite for change out there, that there's a lot of frustration and fatigue with Trudeau and the Liberals. And some of the races over the last couple of elections were so close, if a few thousand Liberals decide they've had enough and just don't show up on voting day, we could end up potentially with Prime Minister Pierre Polyev, potentially even with a majority. Like, if everything really, really went well for them, it's possible. But the Conservatives seem to be in a position where they've tried the the more soft-focus Aaron O'Toole, they've tried the harder-edged Pierre Polyev, and every poll tells us that if there were an election today, the Conservatives would probably improve over their last two results, but not by nearly enough here. And honestly, guys, I'll just say this. If we have another federal election that basically just repeats the results of the last two, I think the country might go bonkers. So uh, it fizzled, but there was a Russian revolt over the weekend, which would suggest that uh, Vladimir Putin is not as solid as many might have thought. Sabrina Nanji, it's arguable Canada very much has a pony in this race. We have been spending billions of dollars backstopping the Ukrainians. Yeah, uh, and you know we saw Zelensky tweet his his thanks for uh, for that and and the support of Canadians and had a call with Trudeau as well. Um, I, I think a lot of the coverage over this might suggest that you know Putin may be breathing a sigh of relief after this aborted coup, but he he's not out of the woods yet. And I think a lot of instability and volatility remains. I was reading in the New York Times this morning that you know behind the scenes the, the unthinkable is now possible, and people close to Putin may be looking to persuade him not to seek re-election next spring. I mean there. Are 
reports uh, even questioning his whereabouts right now. I, I don't think we're out of the woods just yet when it comes to stability or not in, in that region. Matt Gurney, I guess if we want to crib from Jaws, uh, we could say he's going to need a bigger table. That table yeah. he sits at is, is hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was thinking about that on the weekend. If worse came to worst, he could have tried to flip the table over and hide behind it to stop the bullets, except I think no man alive could actually flip that table over. <laughs> uh, and John Burnside, you come in every Monday with a new word. Today's word? Oh, geez, I have to find it again. Um, it wasn't numbnuts, but it was something no, like that. Uh, Nudnik. Nudnik. Um, and hopefully that's not re- uh, reference to me, but it does refer to a person who is a bore or a nuisance. Okay. No one on this panel answers to that description. My thanks to Matt Gurney, Sabrina Nanji, and John Burnside. And uh, we'll be definitely doing all the election coverage tonight, John. And Shelley Carroll, you're one of your fellow city councilors, is going to be part of our analysis. And we'll probably know in a data dump by like 8.05 who the new mayor of Toronto is. So you have a much better picture of your future. Fun times ahead. Okay. Catch the round table. Round one at 745. Round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.